0: Hey y'all, good morning, good morning, wake up, wake up, wake up, y'all, yeah, I ain't gonna say where that song came from, good morning y'all, hey y'all, welcome, 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 come on, do me a favor, start sharing the video, good morning Nia, good morning Masa, good morning Makisha, good morning Jerrica, hey Kim, you are early in Harlem, New York, in the house, good morning, Pastor today, oh my God, it's a good day. Good morning, Shania. Good morning, Edie. Good morning, George. Good morning, Kirby. Oh my God, it's a good day. It's a good day. Good morning, Roxy. Good morning, Miss Sandra. How y'all doing this morning? What's up, Insta? What's up, Facebook? What's up, YouTube? Let me start my sharing, and then we're going to get started um, in just a second. Woo, come on. You got to have some faith for it. You got to have some faith for it. My God, Hebrews reminds us without faith, it's impossible to please God. So LMJ, how do we have faith for what we can't see? How we have faith for what we can't see is we decree and declare. See, people will take that and pervert that and make you think it's a wrong thing for you to say what God says about you. But your mouth is a prophetic portal. God's word in your mouth. Woo! My God, have the right. You have the dominion and you have the domain to say what God says about you. Come on, y'all. Good morning, Katina. Good morning, LaVenda. Katina, thank you for always sharing. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Tremaine. Good morning, Courtney. Good morning, Lakeisha. Like you have the right to say what God says about you. Why would you focus on anything negative? Can I tell you something? Whatever is wrong is already wrong in your life. Oh, how Come on whatever is wrong is already wrong in your life. So if whatever is wrong is already wrong in your life, why would you spend time focusing on the wrong? Um, when, I was, when I was in um, algebra, right? Um, a positive and a negative still equal to negative. A negative and a negative still equal to positive. That's not how things work in this world. If you focus on the negative and more negative, guess where you gonna end up? You are gonna end up in more negative. So we in a time and a season when we're going to take the word of God and take our words and reverse our thought process and our mindset. Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, if I don't want to be conformed to the way of this world, ooh, come on. If I don't want to be conformed to the way of this world, if I don't want to look like this world, smell like this world, act like this world, then I'm not going to be Because can I tell you what it is when you complain and you murmur? Oh, come on. When you murmur and you complain and you focus on what's not happening, you like the news. You only report the bad things. Oh, well, I don't want to focus on the bad things. Come on, y'all. I want to focus on what God says. I want to say what God says about me. I want to change the trajectory for what my life is coming by making sure I'm positive. Like I switched. I used to be the most negative person in the world and I had to make a decision to switch from negative to positive I had to make a decision that I wanted God's very best for me I didn't want later I didn't want to, I didn't want less than what God said I didn't want less than what God God had for me I had to make a decision that I wanted to replicate God I wanted to look really look like I was in God's image and if I was gonna be in God's image then it needed to I needed to look different. I needed to talk different. I needed to act different. Um, I needed to think different. I needed to think more like God thought and less like Lakeisha thought. And so I had to make a decision. Somebody said, I got to make a decision. I got to make a decision. I have to make a decision that, you know what? I want to say and act and think like God acts and thinks because whatever this world has to offer me, my God does not add up to what God has for me. Woo! Whatever this world has to offer me, whatever trouble has to offer me does not add up to what God says about me. Come on y'all. So God says good things about me. God says great things. God calls me his beloved. Oh, come on. I got to see myself how God sees me. I got to see my life how God sees me. I got to see my children how God sees them. Come on y'all. You got to think differently. I got to see this world, even though there the, there's trouble in the world and the Bible prophesies about the wars and all the things that come. There are some specific things that he says about our children, his children, right? So Psalms 90, 91, David, who was in war and crime and had enemies after him was like, no, he, David, who dwelleth in the secret place of the most behind shall Abide in the shadow of all the Almighty, then guess what? I, Lakeisha, who dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide in the shadow of the Almighty. So it doesn't look like what the circumstance or the situation reports. What it looks like is that I put my trust and my hope and my faith in God. So I'm saying what God says, I'm saying what the word says, I'm switching the game up. My God. But not focused it does not mean I don't acknowledge that the sickness is real. It does not mean that I don't acknowledge that my finances are messed up but I put a but God Ooh, sheesh oh my God I'm about to tear Instagram up but I put a but God on my situation. Some of you have yet to put a but God on your situation. you keep focusing on the negative things in your marriage but God can heal your marriage. But God can strengthen your marriage. And then some of y'all need to go get some counseling. You need to go get some counseling. You need to go and get some counseling. You need to go and put an intervening variable in your marriage. Because whatever you're trying isn't helping it, isn't keeping it, isn't sustaining it. Especially if you find your marriage ending back in the same place. Come on now. Ending back in the same place that it was cycling back into some of the same seasons you need to go get some help you get somebody else in there to intervene in your marriage right but god but god can do absolutely anything but god can change any circumstance and situation i'ma bet on god before i bet on lakeisha i'ma bet on god before i bet on the president i'ma bet on god before i bet on my neighbor i'ma bet on god before i bet on my future husband i'ma bet on god because the one thing that I know, sir, Phil, about God is he doesn't lie. Woo! come on. He doesn't lie. So when you wake up in the morning, my mother has something she says all the time. And it's become my life. Like it's become my new thing I'm saying in the morning. I wake up with a joyous expectation of God's very best for Lakeisha. I wake up a joyous expectation of God's very best for Josiah. I wake up with joyous expectation of God's very best for Judah. I wake up with a joyous expectation with Josiah, with God's very best of Javen, Jalil. I wake up with a joyous expectation. Even for my son, I got a son. I don't know if y'all know part of my journey. Like I got a son. I got a son that's in prison. I still wake up with a joyous expectation that God is meeting him exactly where he is that God is supplying all his need, that he is protected from all hurt, harm, and danger, and that he is set apart there even though he made decisions that did not necessarily honor God. His life isn't capped out or tapped out or uh, incomplete because of the decisions and choices he made. The decisions and choices he made are just going to be about but God on his situation. So I'm hopeful, even though he's in a dark place, even though he's in a bleak place, that he still wakes up, woo, come on, with the joyous expectation of God's very, 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 very good for me. Because even for this son, this child, his his plan is, is not complete. His plan doesn't end where he is because that's not what god spoke to me about my son and if god told me something about my son then no demon no devil in hell no plot no ploy no plan of the enemy can come into this circumstance and situation and take over my son's life i expect a laborer to be right where he is i expect favor to be right where he is i expect god's hand to be seen right where he is why because i wake up with a joyous expectation of god's very very best for me very same thing for ministry you're in ministry full-time you in business full-time sometimes the numbers don't show up the way they're supposed to but what god why would god give me siandra a ministry and he not provide for me why would god give me a ministry or tell me to go in ministry full time and the numbers not add up i don't focus on the numbers i focus on god because he already told me he will supply all my needs according to his riches and glory he already told me in this world that if i left everything behind for his sake that i will reap a hundredfold not just in heaven but in this world as well so i expect god's word come on y'all hebrews 4 and 12 to be live to be active to be sharper to be moving Woo! come on no, i expect god's word to be the difference shania in my life i expect god's word to flip the script when the devil thinks he's winning why because his word tells me no weapon formed against me shall prosper shine the, man, the 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 weapon may come up the weapon may come up but hey, it's not going to prosper. The weapon may look evident, but it's not going to prosper. I also trust and expect God's word because he said, if God is for me, ooh, see, God is gangster. I had somebody tell me one time, don't say that about God. They didn't understand my language. They didn't understand my culture. See, God is gangster. God in his word said, if I'm for you, ooh. see, I could pat my chest on that one. If I'm for you, ooh, come on. If I'm for you, if I'm for you, who can be against you? If I'm for you, who who can who can be against you? If God is for me, who? 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 Then you gotta ask who? Like who? Who come in my way? Like what devil? What demon? What nymph? What if? What supervisor, what husband, what child, what neighbor? If God is for me, I shall then who 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 see, I when you know who your God is, you walk walk in a different level of confidence. You're not confident in yourself, you confident in your God. Like who, 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 who getting ready to hate him? I don't care. See. I don't care, we spend too much hating on me. Who get ready to hate on me when God has already put a word in my mouth that t- tells me if the voice of my enemy rises up against me, he gonna shut that down because he already told me he contends with those who contends with me. Who gonna speak ill of me? God gonna go, who? Like who? 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 Who, who got something to say? Who, who, got, who got something to say? And even if I'm in a hard place, and I need favor. Proverbs 21 tells me, see, y'all think because somebody ain't saved, God can't deal with it. Well, Pharaoh wasn't saved. Proverbs 21 tells me, oh my, he wasn't a believer. He was Pharaoh, and God still had power in Pharaoh's. Come on, y'all. You gotta see this. He still. So Proverbs 21 tells me he has the heart of the king in his hand. Julia, if he got the heart of the king in his hand, then I don't have to worry about what looks like a difficult person. All I gotta do is set my, no Lord, you got the heart of the king in your hand. And this person is presenting an opposition. This person is presenting a problem. This person is trying to come in. This person is trying to disrupt my future. This person is trying to mess over my life. This 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 person is trying to confuse me. You said this person is trying to interfere With what you said, no, 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 no. Your word tells me that you have the heart of the king in your hand. And if you have the heart of the king in your hand, that means anybody that has to make a decision for me, you got their heart in your hand. If you got their heart in your hand, that means that anytime the circumstance or the situation can flip, anytime the circumstance or the situation can change. See, you got to start seeing life As God sees life, you got to start seeing like God says like your life is. You got to see that there's a beginning and an end. Come on. You got to see it. Say, I got to see there's a beginning and an end. And that in between the beginning and the end, guess what's going to happen? There's going to be a very good plan. There's going to be a very good plan. There's going to be a very, very good plan. All I got to do. It's cast my cares. Can I tell y'all something I do? When I got a concern or a care and I'm working through my devotional, I place it right there. This is what I'm concerned about today, Lord. I'm concerned about my son today, Lord. I'm, I'm it's too heavy for me to carry. I can't carry him. I can't carry the prison. I can't carry the guards. I can't carry, I, I can't carry the warden. I can't carry the state of Texas, but you can. Ooh! And since you can carry those things, I'm going to take them out of my hands. I'm going to take that heaviness out of my heart. I'm going to take those thoughts out of my mind. And I'm going to place them right in the one that told me that if I cast my cares on them, that they would care for me. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I need you to care for my son. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I need you to care for my finances. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I need you to care for my health. Health. if you got a bad diagnosis lord god i got a bad diagnosis lord god in the name of jesus i need you to care for it, father god my health my tissues my membranes my brain cells my kidney functions my hearing my eyesight i can't care for it i'm not the doctor i'm not the great physician so i'm going to take this lupus and i'm going to put it in your hands or i'm going to take this Um, stroke and I'm going to put it in your hands. I'm going to take this cancer and I'm going to put it in your hands. I'm going to take this dementia and I'm going to put it in your hands because I cannot care for it. I cannot change it. I cannot flip it. I cannot do anything different. So Father, I'm gonna take it, I'm gonna put it in your hands. Lord God, I'm gonna take this marriage and I'm gonna put it in your hands because I can't care for it. I can't move his heart. I can't change her heart. I can't make them do anything different. I can't make them see what you see. And then I'm gonna put it in your hands and then I'm gonna let you deal with my heart and I'm gonna get in divine position. And as a woman, I'm gonna submit myself unto my husband. And as a woman, I'm going to honor my husband. And as a woman, I'm going to put my heart in your hands, God, because that's where my heart belongs anyway. And I'm going to stop trying to trust that my husband will be my God. And I'm going to stop trying to trust that my husband will be everything to me because he was never meant to be everything to me. You were meant to be everything. And wherever there is a deficit in our marriage, I'm going to receive the grace. Come on. And in my singleness, what I'm going to do, Lord God, is I'm going to take my singleness and I'm going to place my singleness in your hand. And I'm going to trust the fact that divine alignment is aligning me with the man that I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. And then I'm going to position myself in prayer, Pastor Mary, to call my God. our our future together. I'm going to position myself in prayer and ask the Lord to prepare my heart as his wife. See, I was Jermaine's wife. I'm not Jermaine's wife anymore. I'm going to be his wife. So I'm going to position myself in prayer so that I can become his wife, so that I can be Um, in tune to his gifts so that I can be in tune to his talents so that I don't think I know what he needs that I position myself so I understand what he needs by the spirit and in my singleness I'm gonna work on me and I'm gonna be happy and I'm gonna enjoy it and I'm gonna live life full why because I place that care in God's hands and I know he has the very best for me I'm gonna do the same thing with my finances I I don't care how often I go to work I don't care what I do. And yes, God is going to bless the work of my hands. But at the end of the day, I know who my resource is. I know who my source is. And guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to take my finances and wherever they lack, I'm going to place that in God's hand because God didn't tell me he came so I could be broke. God didn't tell me he came so I could be sick. God didn't tell me he came so I could be desperate. God didn't tell me he came so I could be in debt. As a matter of fact, he said he was going to make me the lender and not a borrower. God didn't tell me I had to perform tricks. God didn't tell me I had to pad my resume. God didn't tell me I had to network. God only asked me, Lakeisha, will you trust me? and obey. So wherever my finances don't add up, I'm going to take my that care and that concern and I'm going to put it before the Lord and I'm going to place it in his hands and I'm going to say, hey, I don't have enough, but you got enough. You own a thousand cattle on a hill. I don't have enough, but you, you got enough. You can supply all my needs according to your riches and glory. And then my portion and my part, I'm going to pay my tithes. In my portion, in my part, I'm gonna sow my seed. My portion, in my part, I'm not gonna. Woo, I'm not. I'm. I'm not gonna worry over what I cannot carry in my hands, and I'm gonna get the freedom that's due to me in Christ Jesus. Because the only one that wants me worried, the only one that wants me stressed the only one that wants me strained, the only one that wants me overwhelmed, the only one that wants me consumed, the only one that wants me to lose faith is the one that's jealous of me. He showed up in the garden in the very beginning because he was jealous of the way that God loved me, and his jealousy has tried to take over my life and and change my perspective, but I'm getting ready to act like God told me to act. I'm going to sit myself in heavenly and higher places, and I'm not going to lower myself to his standard and keep giving him victory and keep putting him and keep giving him um, positioning in my life. Because when Jesus went to the cross, died, came back up, there was a heavenly order that was established said God, said the Holy Spirit, said Jesus, and then came Lakeisha. And when Lakeisha came, God had already decided this was Lakeisha's end. And since God said, I did not come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I came so you could have life more abundantly. Then my focus, Julia, and my focus, Shonda, and my focus, Debbie, is on the abundant life. The standard, come on, you need to put that in your notes today. The standard for my life is abundance. Come on, come on. The standard, Sandra, for my life is abundance. The standard for my life is God's very best, and I'm not gonna make nothing up, and I'm not gonna create it for myself. I'm a divinely position myself at the feet of my father. There's a scripture right where there's a woman who talks about um the crumbs right She didn't see herself worthy. the crumbs that fall off the fall off the master's table. man, you may never see yourself worthy, but Jesus made me worthy and since Jesus made me worthy, nothing else matters so I'm gonna position myself at his feet because that's where god's very best for me and if it's worrying me if it ain't happened yet if it ain't bothered me yet then i'm gonna stay there till i get the breakthrough when hannah come on y'all you gotta see this when hannah was on um the altar and she was praying my god she was agitated the reason she was agitated wasn't because she was grateful the reason that she was agitated was because she knew god's very best had not happened for her and there are some things in your life that have not happened yet and your position has been to carry it in worry when you carry it in worry you walk around with it but the divine positioning and counsel of the lord is at the feet of jesus pastor mary So Hannah pursued what she knew would produce for her. It is time out for us to pursue. We carrying around the dream in our belly. We carrying around the vision in our heart. But what we need to pursue, Matthew 6 and 33, is seeking ye first the kingdom of heaven. So Hannah pursued what could produce for her. She didn't pursue Elkanah. She didn't let Put Nina and her agitation and her irritation and how she treated her and how she talked about her pursue other things. She didn't act like Sarah and go get her maid, Hagar. She didn't ask Elkanah and Penina to produce a child for her. No, Hannah got down on her knees. Hannah got down on her face and she got in her divine position before the Lord and she poured out before the Lord. And she said, Lord, that which you promised me, That which you promised me has yet to happen. That which you called me to has not manifested yet. That which you said to me has not been delivered. That which you what you impregnated me with impregnated me with I have yet to give birth to. And if I have yet to give birth to what you said about me, then my divine positioning is at your feet. My divine positioning is in your face because the only one that can take me. From this to that, Almisha is you. It's not schemes. It's not networks. It's not more classes. It's me in your face. It's in me in your feet. It's the Holy Spirit teaching me how you created me, how you made me, what type of mother that I'm supposed to be. So my divine positioning is going to change. I'm through walking away, walking around. See, can I tell you what it's like? I see it in the spirit. It's like walking around with a dead baby. When you walk around, if you walked around with a dead baby, the decay of the corpse would leave a smell and a stench that would, I know that's hard to see, that would not be attractive. And instead of drawing what's supposed to come to you, to you, it will repel everything from you because there's a smell on decay there's a smell on lifelessness people would think something was wrong with you if you was walking around at with a dead baby but the life giver to your dreams and the life giver to your purpose and the life giver to your marriage see some of y'all have been getting up too soon from the place that you're supposed to petition god some of y'all have been giving up getting up too soon from the place that you've been calling on god this positioning that hannah took was a divine positioning. She embraced herself at the feet of the one that could bring the dream that was inside of her to life. And she poured out her heart to the place that she looked drunk. When's the last time you looked drunk in the spirit? When's the last time you lost yourself in your dream and the vision to the place that you didn't do anything but hold on to God and pour herself? out before God to when the man of God came into her presence and said, you need to get, he was confused. She lost herself so much in the Lord that the man of God was confused. The man of God was confused. He said, hey, you need to get out of here in your drunkenness. She said, whoa, 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 whoa. I am not drunk. (laughs) I am not drunk. I have lost myself in my father because i know he is the only one that can bring this dream he is the only one that can cause for some of y'all y'all marriage to change he is the only one that's gonna bring your wayward children home he is the only one that's the healing hannah lost herself at the feet of jesus you could see the altar you could see the temple she lost herself in God so that because she knew what was inside of her had not come to life yet. So she lost herself in God. she worship she laid it all on the line. Lord, I haven't seen it happen yet. It has not manifested yet, but I know what you're saying and I'm not moving. She positioned herself at the feet of God for her divine breakthrough. She poured out such a way that the priest had to bless, had to bless. The priest put a blessing on what she saw and what she said. Why? Because there's a divine position in God. Oh, you know where I came from. That's it. Holy Spirit, I thank you. That's it. Holy Spirit, I thank you for relief. I thank you we are changing in our, changing our positions. I thank you for the power that can only come from heaven. I thank you, Father God, for whatever circumstance and whatever situation we are facing today, that we not be moved and that we will not move until we feel your power, until you bring um, dead dreams back to life, until you bring and resurrect our marriages, until you resurrect our finances, until you resurrect our health. We will not move because we understand in your word, Ephesians 1, 15 through 21, that the same power that worked Jesus Christ on the cross from the grave back to heaven is the same power that lives inside of us. So why would we, Father God, settle for anything else? Why would we, Father God, cheat ourselves out of the destination, out of the abundant life, John wrote it well when he said, my beloved, woo, I wish that you prosper as your souls prosper. Father God, if our souls have not been prospering, woo, if we've just been doing religion, if we've just been doing dead works, forgive us, forgive us, <laughs> reset us and restore. Father God, if we have just been listless, if we have been walking around in de- with dead dreams and dead visions, and we have been... Um, not giving um, our cares and concerns to you, forgive us. (laughs) Because the power of what we need to transform us from this to that is only in your hands. I thank you, Lord God, for your word this morning. I thank you, Father God, for a fresh anointing. I thank you, Father God, that as I was praying over our people this morning, Lord God, that you said clarity and answers will come. So I thank you today, Lord God, that you are bringing divine answers today, that you are providing divine answers, that you are providing us with with everything we need. I thank you, Lord God, that no weapon formed against us shall prosper in Jesus name. Amen. Show us the empty spaces in our lives that we have tried to fill with other things. Some of us have been out of place and positioning, seeking other things. <laughs> Some of us have thought it was in uh, other things, Lord God. I need to just get out and move more. I need to travel more. I need to da, da 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 Moving around is not what's gonna bring us into what you've called for our lives. It's at the position of your feet that the dreams will be birthed. It's at the position of your feet that the marriages will heal. It's at the position of your feet, that our children will come home. It's at the position of your feet, that our finances will change. It's in the positioning, Father God, of where you called us to be, which is in your secret place. In Jesus name. Amen. Oh my God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you lord i thank you for the release i thank you for the release of whatever has been held up i i thank you lord god there will be no more delays i thank you there will be no more delays satan you get your hands off our stuff you cough it up you loose it you let it go i thank you holy spirit that you go and advocate in the ear even my single people lord i thank you you're speaking into the ear of their spouse right now in the name of Jesus and favor is calling it to attention and favor is divinely positioning them. I thank you Father God for the release, release, release of contracts, release Father God at homes, cars, things that we have needed not to be greedy, but just the things that we need in our life. I thank you Lord God that we are forever grateful for you Jesus. We are forever grateful for you Holy Spirit. We love you Lord, we bless you. We praise you. We magnify you. We lift up the name of Jesus. We say thank you, Father, for your goodness, for your mercy, for your kindness towards us. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, two things. <laughs> two things. If the Lord places it on your heart to partner with this ministry to sow, remember, we. We sow where we grow. That's just a life philosophy of mine. You ain't got to do it. I'm just telling you. But if the Lord tells you this morning to give, um, go over to the website, lmjministries.org. And you can give there. You can cash, chap, us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Father God, I thank you for um, multiplication and increase, blessing the giving of your people. I thank you, Lord God, you are ordering and straightening out our finances. And even if we have not been faithful to you, we ask for forgiveness we thank you, Lord God, you're going to reset. We will not make excuses for the tithes, for the offering. We will do exactly what you asked us to do. We will not be afraid to hold on to the 10 or the bit <laughs> that you've asked us to give because everything else belongs. You, you let us have. So we say thank you. So bless them. My second thing is, if the Lord um, has brought you to this place and you're in a position, you really don't know Jesus I'm telling you, Jesus changed my life. <laughs> I'm telling you at 27, um, when I was sitting in my cousin's church and he was teaching a Bible study. And I had just got back here from Michigan because I had been running for myself. And I was sitting in Bible study and God had started talking to me about the call of my life. And I didn't ever think God could use me like me. You want to use me? And I was sitting in there and I had such an encounter with Jesus that I really knew Jesus was weird. Like I had did church on my life. I had did religion on my life. I was in the places I thought I was supposed to be. But I really wasn't saved because once you're saved, you just operate differently. There's a different hope. And uh, that night I encountered Jesus and I gave my life to Christ again. Um, I got baptized, but not only did I give my life to Christ, I got baptized I also accepted the call in my life. All this happened in like one night. If that is you and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, what I want you to do is I want you to repeat after me. This is the moment that's going to set the trajectory for your life. Um, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I'm asking you to come into my life, to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, do me a favor. Send me an email um, to info at just me and lmj.com. And we're going to send you some resources and we're going to send you some materials. Here's the website. If you're not subscribed to the website, go on and get subscribed to the website. I love you. God loves you. I love you. But God loves you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Let someone else experience what you know like be nice be kind let someone else experience what you know and we will be back here in the morning 6 a.m invite somebody in somebody needs to encounter somebody needs hope that's why i be telling y'all share. hey can i say that this morning y'all stop being afraid to share the devotional on your timeline every most people on here saw something on your timeline When you are afraid to share this devotion on your timeline, that is not, I promise you, I used to be the same way. That is not why the Lord ain't told me to share it. He ain't got to tell you to share the gospel. The word of God tells you to share the gospel. Share it on your timeline. Put it in your groups. The same feeling, the same way this word has been impacting you, there is somebody on your timeline that's waiting on this word. And it's going to change their life. It's going to change their life. So don't be afraid to share it and put it on your timeline. I love. Don't be afraid. Stop worrying about what people think. Stop worrying about what people are saying. Worry about what God says and what God thinks. Because that's the only thing that matters. I love y'all so much. Lord, I thank you for positioning us at the feet of Jesus this morning. So that we can get what we need. I'll see y'all in the morning at 6. Love peace and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus.